Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we talk about full empowerment of women and what we can do to get there, to step into our fullness in the different aspects of life, like love, relationship, career, purpose, passion, family, sex, all of it. Uh, today's episode is episode 14, and again, this is taken from a live stream that I do in the Rewilding group, so if you're not a member of the group and you'd like to come in, there's lots of free goodies and lots of conversation, and these podcasts or these videos that you're watching happen live in there so you can be a part, so if you hear me talking to somebody, it's because it's actually a Facebook Live event. Um, in this episode, we dive into what it is that stops you from stepping into your fullness. So how do we get into those places, those deep places to let go, right? So it's releasing our deepest shit in order to step into our fullness. Yeah, it's the big stuff. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope if you're not already a member in the Rewilding for Women group that you find us. Just search Rewilding for Women on Facebook. And if you're not part of our newsletter, do that. It's simple. Go to rewildingforwomen.com and subscribe. You get free stuff, free workshops, free practices, free archetypal embodiment stuff. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. It's not spammy. We don't spend you a lot of stuff. I don't write a lot of newsletters. I don't have time to write a lot of newsletters. So you're not going to be clogged up with a bunch of junk and it's good free stuff. I hope to see you there and I hope to see you in the group and enjoy. I think I want to start off today's topic of the letting go of our shit. The, the topic of letting go of our deeper shit with the story. So I want to kick off with what inspired this. And, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's a relatively personal story. So, it's, so I'm not just speaking about it from an outside view or like something I've read in a book, which by the way, you can read all this stuff in books. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit personal. So we'll start there with what actually inspired this particular topic. And... What inspired it was a gift, and it was a gift that a friend of mine gave to me. Now, it, it didn't feel like a gift at the time, and most people wouldn't look at this as a gift, but it is one of the biggest gifts that a person can ever give you. And it's harsh, it hurts sometimes, it's... Um, it's like fire coming at you and burning away everything that's false. Now, for those of you who know Kali and Kali energy, and you can all chime in if you want to communicate and, um, and, and bounce around saying who knows who's, who's feeling Kali at the moment, but there's this beautiful gift in Kali energy. And when working with that goddess archetype, who I have the utmost respect for, but there's this energy that, that this goddess, this archetypal energy embodies, and it is this sword of truth, right? And it's a sword. If you have seen the Kali 
um, images or statues, you will see that she's got multiple arms and she typically has one of those hands are holding a head, right? A head, just a head. The other's holding a sword. She has taken the head off. Now this represents a lot of different things, but um, primarily, probably one of the most common symbolic representations or symbolic meanings of this or interpretations of it is ego. So cutting off ego. Um, now here's the other thing about Kali, and, and it is absolutely a cutting off of the ego, but when it comes to us releasing our deepest stuff, Oftentimes it's the stuff that we can't see, right? So I've got this, this weird pattern. I keep repeating this like crappy relationship dynamic, right? Or I can't get into, um, I can't seem to fully embody my power. What's my problem? Like I can't, I, I know that I'm holding myself back. Um, so often this is fear, right? It's, it's, it's fear, and it's fear of us stepping into a more expanded state. It's fear of us stepping into the unknown, right? It's, it's a lot of different fears. It can be fear of persecution, fear of loss of love, but it's fear of ch change. And what could that change possibly bring to us? So from this aspect, we, um, when we get into that state of of fear or we're so unconscious about it it's so hidden from us that a lot of times we can't see now what is this gift i'm talking about let me go back to the story what the heck is this gift so story is sabrina opens up to this wildly expanded state this whole new way of 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 being it's stepping into more. So this is so totally related to sex. It's totally related to more love and relationships. It's totally related to seeing parts of me that are scary, were scary. Um, it's totally related to my empowerment and stepping into more of my light. It's totally related to peeling back the layers, the layers that I felt kept me safe, that kept me protected, that kept me from society's judgment. Uh, layers that had been there my whole life, who knows about past lives, probably heaps and heaps and heaps and heaps of past lives. Uh, my whole family holds these very similar patterns, so it's ancestral, um, it's from this life, it's from the, the collective holds a lot of these. So anyways, um, step, in, step into this place, and it's a place of significant change, significant um, expansion. And with expansion is oftentimes contraction, right? So it's that two steps forward, one back. Okay, I'm ready for two more steps, one back, right? And, and we have, that's just how the world works. That's how we as humans work. So there is always expansion, contraction, expansion, contraction. Hopefully we just continue this slow ex expansion. It continually gets out there. So in this state of contraction, I almost went like two steps forward, I think 10 back, <laughs> because it was such, such fear arose in me around claiming this part of myself and we all talk about reclaiming we talk about i want to live authentically i want to follow my heart's passion i want to step into my full power i want to fully open up sexually but sometimes we don't know the cost that that comes at like we want that but we don't understand what cost there is to us getting there 
So the cost of it is we actually have to see the truth, right? There's this beautiful thing um, that Carolyn Mace shares, and she talks about it from an intuition standpoint. And she'll say, you always get the intuitive hit, bang, like that. It's instant, but you don't want to see the truth that quickly. You don't want to see it, right? And, and some of the examples she'll say is your husband or your life partner has an affair, right? Your gut, your intuition tells you immediately, bang, they're having an affair. You don't want to know that. It's too quick. It's too fast. We don't want to know it. We, we don't want to know it, right? My, your son, you get the sneaky suspicion that your son's doing drugs. You don't want to know that. So we make up, we do all kinds of crazy things, and this is kind of what I want to talk about. Um, but I firmly, firmly, firmly believe exactly what Carolyn May said, is that we know so much more than what we know. We are wise, wise, wise beyond belief. It's just that we've created all these wild protection mechanisms, all these defenses, all of these things out of perceived safety, perceived security, perceived um, comfortableness. Comfortable. I'm, I am uncomfortable every time I grow. Every time I step into something new, it's uncomfortable. That it has to be uncomfortable or I wouldn't be growing, right? It wouldn't be something bigger or newer or more expansive if it wasn't uncomfortable. It, ha it has to be, right? That's one of the things that, one, we, we just have to accept. Um, but I so strongly believe that we sabotage the crap out of ourselves um, despite our knowings, right? Despite, like, for so many of us, we know we're in a shit, we're in a shit relationship. Like, this just is not freaking working. It hasn't worked for 10 years. I'm still here. I'm, I'm still in this thing, and I know damn well that I have been told to get out of this thing. My deepest, wisest self has told me to get the hell out of this thing. And I'm not talking about mental chatter telling you to get out because you've had a bad day with your partner, right? I'm talking about the real stuff or a career. You're going into work every single day and you're slowly dying. It's when you feel your soul is starting to get sucked out of you. That's when you have gone a way long time not listening to that gut feel. And slowly, the soul and the life starts to get sucked out of us and we get further and further and further away because we have to keep hiding ourselves from our own truth. Does this make sense? So we have to keep doing all sorts of things to hide our own truth from us, right? This is the whole, this is all it is. Know thyself, right? That's every spiritual master will, will tell you that's the path. Know, know thyself. But we hide our truth from ourselves. And so back to this Kali-esque sword gift um, that I was given by a friend, and I've had a Kali sword come out quite a few times, and it's, it's pure love. And that's, that's one of the beautiful things of working with Kali. So it's not that somebody in your life has to be um, an embodiment of Kali energy. It's not that, although that is wonderful. But it's, it's even just working with this archetypal energy is that 
She doesn't allow you to bullshit yourself. She doesn't allow you to lie to yourself. Um, we are wonderful at protecting ourselves. And we had to have protection mechanisms when we were growing up as little ones. Um, so we've all got our own different flavors of how we protect ourselves. And, um, and I'll just share a couple of the, the kind of top ones or just the ones that came to mind today. And I think I've got three, uh, I've got five or something, five or six of them. Now this, um, this is also, <laughs> I, I'm in a really wonderful position being a rewilding facilitator, right? I get to see lots of defense mechanisms come up all the time. So I'm not just talking about, oh, these are my personal defense mechanisms. When you're working with these deep parts of self and you're starting to get to the truth of what is my real passion? What are my real soul gifts, right? When you're starting to get to the truth of this stuff, all of these things fly up. So I get to see lots of them. Um, and and they're, they, they are what they are. But it's powerful to talk about them. It's powerful to point them out. It's powerful for us to start being aware. So really what this conversation is about is, is bringing us to awareness. Uh, awareness of what do I personally do when I don't want to see the truth, right? Because the truth is always there. You can see anything you want to see. I promise you. You can see anything. 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 It's there. You can. It's just we have to get past monkey mind. We have to get past these different defenses that come up. Um, there's all kinds of practices and it's it's good to have good people in your life and it's good to have good circle. It's good to have friends who can truth bomb you because sometimes we're so far away from our truth that we, we just, and we've got so many defense mechanisms going on that we just can't, we, we can't see. And I have so much compassion for that. And I've been there a million times and I'm sure I'll be there again, probably a million more times. Um, but some of these defense mechanisms that I'm talking about are, um, are the stories we tell ourselves. So I know that I can tell myself any kind of story to rationalize anything, right? So one minute it's the, I walk into work and I'm like, oh, far out. I feel like shit again. These fluorescent lights, this air con, this, this is sucking my soul, right? I walk in there and I feel pretty crummy and I go, oh, I know that I need, I know that I got to get out of this job. So then I started thinking, all right, how am I going to get out of this job? How am I going to get out of this job? And then I start going, oh my God, actually, if I leave this job, how am I going to pay rent? Mm, that's, that's, that's a problem. You know, this job isn't so bad. This job is really not so bad. Pays my bills. Um, you know, I've got this one, one girlfriend down the hallway. I'd really miss her. So we, we, right? You can tell yourself a story to rationalize anything. So that's just one of the things is we can, we can create these wild stories um, that protect us, that um, keep us from our truth. And we're really, we're just protecting ourselves from our truth. The other one, or I should say the next one is not only storytelling, but we've also got this really great ability as humans. And I think as women, we're really good at this one is to create mass confusion mass chaos around ourselves and mass confusion, right? Like, I can't see. Suddenly you can't see. It's the, uh, I can't, 
I just can't see. It's like you're literally in this cloud or this fog or this haze. And you can't, this is a protection mechanism. It's a defense. You, you literally cannot see. You can't feel. You haven't felt your body for weeks. You can't see. And so you're, you're just kind of walking around in this like haze and someone asks you like, hey, what does your gut say? Like what, and you're just like, I don't, I don't know. Like I can't, I haven't felt my body in like a month and I just am in this cloud. This is, this is, this is protection. This is a defense. This is a defense mechanism. This is what we do. Um, I'm not saying it's all the time. There are other clouds or there are other foggy hazes that happen. But, but sometimes around our truth, we, we do these things. Um, the next one is the projection. Ah, yes. Everybody's favorite one is the, oh, that's not me. That's them. <laughs> I don't, I have a bad relationship with my mom because she's a bad person. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's solely your mom. I'm sure it is just your mom. I'm sure it is all her fault for everything that's going on in your life, even though you're 40 years old and you can make all of your own decisions now and you've been able to do that for about the last 20 years or 22 years or whatever it is, but it's definitely her, right? It's not me. I have no, I don't know. It's her. I have a bad relationship because it's her, <laughs> right? I'll do it, but again, it um, it's a protection, and it's and it's a protection. We're we're protecting. We don't want to feel bad. You know, a lot of times we don't want to feel bad. We don't want to feel hurt. We don't want to feel pain. We don't want to feel unloved. We don't want to feel grief. We don't want to feel rage. So we do all of these wild, crazy things so that we don't have to feel right. Well, that just shuts us down. All of these things that we do absolutely shut us down and when when you and I are working and we're saying I want my fullness I want to live a bigger life I know that I'm being held back I know that I have more to give I have more love there's more to me I know what is in my deepest heart um, I love the quote I don't know who said this Nicole I know you said something like this in rewilding once if you can remember sister I would love for you to share it if you're still on the call I don't even know um, but it was something along the lines of I don't want to die a caterpillar. Was that you who said that? Something like that. Whatever your quote was, tell me it. But, but I, I've heard that a couple times. Is I don't want to die a caterpillar, right? Like, I've got these wings. I've, where's my wingspan? Um, so that's, um, <coughs> that's, uh, that's another defense is, is that projecting. And, and, and we can always bring it back to ourselves. Yes, there our moms are not perfect, right? Nobody's, nobody's perfect. But also, these people are in our lives to show us things about ourselves that nobody on the planet can show you, right? Like my significant others, yeah, they, they have given me gifts beyond belief because they will get me into a state, a worked up in a state. I am like seething angry, right? I'm foaming at the mouth fuming at them what's not that that like they've just taken me to a part of myself that I had never seen before that I didn't know existed right this is a gift and these people we have soul contracts with these people we all wonder like oh what's my big soul contract well this is a part of soul contracts this is a part of the gift that 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 these people have that give us. So when you're when you're triggered, when there's a rough relationship, that's a gift. 
There's a massive gift in there because they're showing you things that only they can show you about yourself. So instead of saying, um, they're so hard to deal with, it's the, what, what is it showing me? Like, what, what is it showing me? It's so different. And then everything, everything shifts, right? We let go of that, that defense. Okay, another one is escaping, escaping. And this, you can see this really physically um, as well when you're doing like primal practices or you're doing very feminine-based practices or very body-based practices. You'll see, um, because oftentimes, right, our, our lower chakras, we, we, not oftentimes, lower chakras, they hold, they hold the, the goo, the gunk. I talk about the rubble, right? And, and you'll see, like, we'll start to get into the rubble, right? It's like, oh, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, okay, I'm going to clear some of this rubble out. And we start to get into the rubble, and then it's like, holy shit, is that painful. Oh my god, I'm so sad. Fuck that. I'm out of here. And then suddenly, you see the same woman who is about to, like, spew out nasty, gooey energy that's been stuck in her system. The same woman who is just about to go there, just about to roar and release the most amazing thing for herself. She's now suddenly like, oh, you're like, okay, can I drum her back into that space? <laughs> that's, that's my... That's my wicked witchy self, right? Like, I will drum you back into there because that's where the magic is. It's in that rubbly stuff, which is where we release our deepest shit, right? Everything we're talking about, it's in the rubbly bits. So it's getting past all of these protection things. It's getting into the rubbly bits where we feel something. And it's oftentimes not that pretty, right? If, if we really want to release our deepest shit, you're not gonna like it. You, you're not gonna like it. I can't just go bang, and suddenly your deepest, darkest, nastiest patterns are gone without you, with you being like anesthetized to it, right? I, I can't, I, we have not found a way where we can be totally unconscious and release the deep, dark, nasty shit that's holding us back. If you know of one, can you tell me? Because I would love to share that with all of the rewilding women in the entire planet. I would love to do that in the workshops, but I haven't seen it yet, right? I read this beautiful quote today that said, oftentimes healing is more painful than the wound itself. Oftentimes healing is more painful than the wound itself. When we are talking about authentic empowerment, when, when we're talking about the deep Deep shit, the shit that's unconscious, the deep shit, the shit that's going to change your life. Not this like surface level, oh, I'm going to write out some pros and cons and just stay up here in my mind sort of thing, right? That's, that, 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 that's useful, right? I'm not, I'm not bashing that. That's useful in certain things. But when we're talking about the deep patterns that really change lives, that really change relationships, that change sex, that change your passion, that change your purpose, that change how... Um, how confident you are standing in your fullness, standing in your light, being seen by the world, right? Being that fully empowered woman that you, that you can feel, but it's like, holy shit, can I handle that, right? Um, <clears throat> we have to do this deep stuff and it doesn't feel good. It just doesn't. There's no way around it. And so 
part of what Kali is so good at in bringing this back to that gift of Kali is she will take out her sword and she will take the head off of every one of these defenses. Every single one of them. So if you have a Kali-esque person in your life who, is, who has done a lot of the work, who knows you really well and can truth bomb you, they are a blessing and a gift. If you go to workshops where we are working in this energy or a facilitator can hold that energy and does not allow you to lie to yourself, doesn't allow you to bullshit yourself, right? It's the, I want the truth for you because it is the most loving thing I can do for you. It's going to hurt. It's gonna hurt. It's not gonna be nice. It's gonna hurt. But behind that sword that's taking all of the heads off of all of these defense mechanisms, all of these protective devices, is love. <laughs> and it's love from a place of, I want everything for you. I want all of you, right? I want you to have everything. But in order to give you everything, I have to take all of this shit away from you. So you can't project and blame somebody else. So you can't create some wild story in your head so that you can't create chaos or confusion or put yourself in a fog so that you can't distract the shit out of yourself by eating. Right? This is a brilliant one for women that I didn't even talk about, is the how do I fill, how do I distract, do I start eating, do I start watching more TV, do I go shopping, what do I do to continue to distract myself, I fill up my time maybe, I never allow myself reflective time, because the moment that there's space in my life, far out, I might have to feel something, and I don't want to feel, because it's not going to be nice. Well. Feel, for God's sakes, feel. That grief is gonna pass. That rage is gonna pass. That rubble comes out. That, that and I promise you, when that rubble comes out, all of it changes, right? All of it, the fear around standing in your power is gone because you're not sitting with this ball of, of goo from being burnt at the stake a thousand times or being persecuted for standing in your sexuality or your priestess energy, right? You, you, you release the rubble, the deep stuff. This is the stuff, right, that, um, that we are unconscious to. So, so here's what I suggest. What time are we at? Oh my God, I talk a lot, don't I? I do, I talk a lot. Okay, here's what I suggest. Deep practices, deep, right? Something deep, primal, breathwork, rewilding. Deep, experiential astrology, deep, get deep, archetypally deep, past the mind, past the mind, deep into those lower chakras, right? Into the rubble, get in there. That's one that I recommend. Two, Kali energy, like we've just talked about it. Sally Kempton's book, brilliant. She gives you lots of practices on invoking that energy and meditations, uh, different journaling exercises, with that particular archetypal energy. She's a gift, she's a blessing. Third, friends, friends who know you and friends who are not afraid to tell you the truth, right? So this truth bomb that I got last week, I was literally doing everything. I'm not joking. All of those defenses that I was talking about, I was doing them, yeah, I was doing them. And it was, I noticed myself, oh, I was eating a little more food than I normally eat, 
right? Like I just wanted to continually eat. Every time I had a break, I wanted to eat. I was filling up my schedule. So I'm really busy. I don't have time. I don't really have time to journal. Um, my meditations started to, to like lack, right? Or my meditations were really focused meditations, not the kind of contemplation, reflection, going into the body, feeling sort of meditations. I was doing pure Shiva meditations, right? Which is, I'm up here hanging out. So I was definitely doing that because every time I meditated, I was escaping out like, wow, yeah, so good here. Uh, then I was creating stories. I was totally creating lots of stories. I was also um, projecting, yeah, like, ah, oh, yeah, no, no, this is not me. This is definitely not me. This is definitely you, not me. It's you. This is your path. This is your stuff. This is your story, not mine. Anyways, this Kali sword came at me and it was a text message. So it can be, it doesn't have to be this like deep dive meditation where you get into this space. It's a text message and it comes through and it was scathing. I'm not, it was scathing, scathing. But you just literally read it and it even just said like, I'm not, I'm not gonna accept your bullshit. Here's, here's what I feel is true is that 80% of what you've just said to me is, is bullshit. I don't think you're trying to, to lie to me, Sabrina. I think it's that you can't yet see the truth. And it was so true. It was so true. But in this beautiful Kali-esque gift, all I could feel was love, right? So these things, they come at us and they come with such love that you feel nothing. Your defenses can no longer do what they're doing because literally it was like the heads were cut off of them. Every one of them. The story disappeared, the projecting disappeared, uh, I think I've lost three pounds in like, I don't know, three days because the weird eating stuff disappeared. Um, all of that gone. I couldn't be angry, even though it was see, like, see, like I wanted to be defensive. I wanted to be angry and be like, who the hell do you think you, I couldn't. All I could feel was love behind this scathing, take my head off message. And it is so, such a gift if you can get people in your life who can do that ask them I'm not seeing something I'm confused there's a practice a David data practice and I cannot tell you where to find this thing I don't know but it's in David data something and it's this practice and you sit with a partner and you look in their eyes and they look in your eyes and you speak a truth to them and you say to them um, I think my, let's just talk about career. I think my purpose is to work with children. They reflect back to you, that's a 10. So bang, your truth, you're spot on. They know you, they can feel you, we can feel each other. This is a brilliant partner practice. The next thing that you say is, um, I think it's as a school teacher, mm, four, four, that's not your truth. I don't, I don't feel pure truth in you. Bang, right? Okay. Because you're doing a cop-out answer. That seems like it's the easy, it might be the easy route. Does that make sense? Um, so it's this beautiful like mirror partner practice that you can do. So three is have people in your life who can truth bomb you, who can pull out the Kali sword, who can say to you, you're bullshitting yourself. I just did this to my sister this morning. 
It's like, hey, sorry, Tam. Um, here's what's really going on. Wah! And she goes at the end of the call. I said, hey, are you sorry that that was really so like scathing? And she goes, I need that. I need that in my life. I, I needed to hear that. Nobody tells me that. No, nobody. Everyone's too afraid to tell me something like that. So the other thing is gift it to somebody. If you're seeing something, share it with them. And it doesn't, ha it doesn't have to be scathing, right? Feel, how is it best to deliver this thing? But truth bombing, I'm telling you, is one of the most amazing things that we can do. Just make sure your heart aligned, right? And make sure that you really can feel into their truth. Don't just start like blowing people up for no reason and you're not really totally sure that that's what you're feeling. Um, I think those are, I think that's enough, enough of my total rant. You couldn't even tell that, um, that I was a little bit lower on energy today, hey? Yep, still get that wild fire going on. Um, let's see, is there anything else that I have in here? No. One little other practice I can share with you is the practice of what's underneath this, right? I'm, this is what's true for me. What's underneath that? What's underneath that? What's underneath that? And you just, you can write it, you can speak it. And, and here's what I want to leave, leave us with, leave you with is, this is about self-awareness and I think I've just given you lots of examples, told you stories um, to hopefully help you to be a little bit more self-aware, to, to know thyself a little bit more. And, and even if it's one thing that you took out of today's video of like, oh, you know what? When I don't want to see the truth, I do this, right? Like I, I go shopping like a crazy person. Or when I don't want to see the truth, I watch TV to escape for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Or when I don't want to see the truth, I make a wild, fanciful stories in my head. <laughs> so it's knowing that about ourselves and the quicker we can, we're going to keep doing it, right? Like we created these patterns long time ago. Um, so they're there and we're going to keep doing it, but the quicker we can catch them, the more real we can be with ourselves. And the more real that we can be with ourselves, the more truthful that we can be, the more our layers peel off, the more our authentic passion, purpose, love, sensuality comes through, the more that our wholeness comes through. Okay, I love you all so, so, so much. And I'm incredibly appreciative um, for every single one of you for being live and for the little comments. Um, Aaron, I see I'm opening myself up for Truth Bomb friends. Yes! I love that. Um, uh, Barbara, I love you too, woman. <laughs> uh, I am incredibly grateful for all of you being here. There's no way that I would do this without you here. There's no way. There's no way. I would not record a weekly video. I know that I could never um, deliver what it is that I deliver. It's literally a co-creation and I'm so grateful and I have so much, I have so much love for all of you um, who are on the live stream, whether you're live or even those of you who watch it later and leave comments or just, just being in the rewilding group is doing what it's doing and it's 
wild to watch. And I'm, I'm reading some of these comments that women are leaving and I am blown away by the authenticity, by the support, by the love, but maybe someday it'll be by the truth bombing. Who knows? There was a little bit of truth bombing last week, actually. I did see some truth bombing and I think I did leave one bit of a truth bomb comment, right? We can't do too much of it because unless we really know, know people or you can like sniff out the BS. Um, but yeah, I'm loving what's, what's happening. I'm loving what's being created. And I read a lot. I don't always like or comment or, um, or post on things, but I'm, I'm, I'm there. Like I'm, I'm loving it and super appreciative. And yeah, I think, um, I think that's it. I'll see you in the group on and off this next week. And then next week for live stream, we're going to stick with the same time, 1030. Um, it seems to work a little bit better for everybody. So I will see you next week for whatever topic comes up between now and then. I am so appreciative. Bye, ladies.